Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Welcome in, welcome in. Hello and welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Kind of looking around here, keeping my eye on uh, Brucey boy who uh, just uh, puked. You all right, little guy? I, he's on the uh, couch behind me. He's making all sorts of weirdo face contortions. Like like he was struggling to uh, control his urges. It was kind of like Kenny in front of a dozen Krispy Kremes. Totally kidding. Hope he didn't hear that. And all of a sudden, uh, he starts, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, uh-oh. So, uh, I, I had the gar- I grabbed the garbage can. I, I put his head over the garbage can. And, uh, normally he would freak out, you know, like, oh shit, get that out of here. I want to do this on the carpet. But, uh, thank God, uh, it, no big deal. It's one of those, you know, it's not like he had just eaten. He actually skipped his breakfast. I, he's just not feeling well. Uh, thank you, Ashley writes. How are you feeling today yourself? I feel great. I think that was just like a kind of little g- glitch in the matrix last week. Not last week. Yesterday. Jesus. But I didn't feel that great. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So anyway, Bruce, after he uh, he does the first one. Typically, there's a second round. There's like an aftershock. And he starts, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, uh-oh. So I pick him up again to hold him over the garbage can. And then he just stopped. I think me holding him kind of distracted him or something like that. But he is, oh, the look on this poor guy's face right now. He's shell-shocked. Poor dude. So, well, that's a great way to start. Uh, welcome into the show. Last night, it was another 
unbelievable dinner service over at Bosco's Pub. So I'm to a point now where, you know, what was a three-person job serving a, serving a dinner is now a two-person job because my skills have progressed. All right? Um, so that means that Dougie gets a day off. You got Doug and Dougie. Dougie gets a day. Dougie's about 30. He gets a day off. And that means your old pal EZ takes over. So senior and EZ running the kitchen. But occasionally I will have issues where I fuck shit up. I think everybody does that in any workplace setting. (laughs) But for me, okay, so I'm making these up. BLT wraps. It's a massive 14-inch tortilla. And uh, we put it on the uh, flat top to warm it up, set it down, uh, put this uh, lettuce concoction, spring mix, and then you add uh, tomatoes, and then you add uh, Colby Jack, shredded Colby Jack cheese, and then a, uh, what do you call it, chipotle sauce that we make, ranch chipotle sauce. And uh, then we finish it off with either grilled chicken and bacon or crispy chicken and bacon. And then you roll them real tight about the size of a fucking football. They're great. They're so great. And we, I roll the first one. And then dude hasn't put the bacon in. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So this is my fault. So, and then after I stop rolling it, the tortilla rips. So I got to start all over with a new tortilla and take all the contents and put it in the new tortilla. And then while uh, that's happening, Doug goes, these two, did you put the sauce on them? And I'm like, Oh no. And I forgot to put the Chipotle ranch sauce on them. And he gives me a look like he's going to stab me in the fucking face. I'm like, Oh shit. That. Okay. Is a killer. Because you're kind of like working together and and, and I, you're getting the momentum. You can't fuck up because there's five tickets behind that. And uh, Jesus. Whew, that kind of put us in a bad spot when there's just two idiots running the place. Um, kind of put us behind the eight ball. It's all my fault. I felt so bad about that. Sorry, Doug, I had a stroke today. I'll do better. Referring to yesterday's whatever that was that happened to the old pal easy. Amanda says, I'm disappointed that Bosco's doesn't have desserts on the menu. Okay. All right. Uh, Bosco's is space challenged. Like there's not a lot of room in the place to store anything. Maybe one day down the road, but thank you. Uh, All right. The rest of this week, okay, you got Wednesday now. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happens at 7 p.m. Thursday, Stu McAllister and EZ are doing, um, who are these Ottawa County fascists? And let me just say, 
I had to go through that entire Ottawa County Commission meeting that had all the idiots with public comment and pull all of those clips. And then I had to watch and review all those clips and edit them down to what I wanted. Just the crazy people. And God damn, is that, oh, a chore. Fuck these people. Uh, but a, a numerous, numerous high points. It's beautiful because, you know, these are uh, three, four, five, six, seven hour meetings sometimes where these assholes can't stop listening to themselves. They love hearing their own voices. And uh, I have gone over and uh, with of all of the footage and reviewed it and it's going to fucking sing. You will not believe how much fun we are going to have. Uh, Stu McAllister and myself are just going to laugh our asses off. And so are you. That will be on Thursday. Probably 7 p.m. is when we'll start. Um, for who are these Ottawa County fascists? I'm really excited about that. Should be a lot of fun. Um, as well, I'll be on who are these podcasts this weekend. WATP live. If you want to see EZ live in September, all there for you. So welcome into this edition of the show. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, that was weird yesterday. I felt so fucking weird here when, um, I, I didn't know what happened. I, I thought I was going to pass out for a minute there, but, uh, seems things seem to have corrected themselves and, uh, I guess I'm doing okay. I'm still here. I'm still queer. Get used to it. Uh, and so glad that you guys are here. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to get right into this story about the baseball announcer. This is so damn dumb. Oh, hey. Hi. Who's that? Who's coming to see me? Okay. And what do you do? Today, go for a walk day? You're going for a walk. All right. But be careful out there. There's a lot of uh, criminals. Are you just going to stay in the neighborhood or are you going out on the big road? I just go out where you guys, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. There you go. You got your little uh, earbuds. Yeah. By the way, he puked. He did. Yeah. I don't know what, to, and he didn't eat breakfast. I don't know what his fucking deal is. Okay. Okay. See ya. Thank you. Bye. walk uh, can't drop the e out of you says uh watch out for people named dean oh always always be on the lookout are you going for a walk yes are you uh the way o'neill's ears perked up when eric said you're going for a walk and they're still perked up now sorry buddy sorry about that he loves going for a you-know-what. Isn't that awesome? Um, what the fuck was I going to say? I was talking about it again. Jesus. Baseball announcer. Okay. Now, this early in the year, Tyler pointed this out, that you had the Oakland A's announcer when he said the N word. The N-Word Baseball Museum. That was still one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't believe N-Word Baseball Museum. 
N-Word League Baseball Museum. Oh, my God. I hated that it happened. But I was... uh, Okay, so like in the movie Oppenheimer, there's some spectacular moments when they show like the mushroom cloud and and all of this uh, science that went into making this fucking bomb. Uh, That was awe-inspiring in scope and devastation, considering that that actually happened. Uh, But not as awe-inspiring in its scope that that baseball announcer said N-Word League Baseball Museum and the other idiot next to him didn't even bat an eye. It was unbelievable. Okay, hang on. I'm worried about this dog here. Hang on. Stand by. Hi. Hey. Come here. Hey, you want to say hi to everybody? Show them how big you are. Look at the size of this dog now. Oh, she is a big girl. Uh, And it's been a while since we've got her to talk on the show, so maybe we can get her to do that. You want to say hi? You want to you want to say anything to him? Huh? No? She's just licking the microphone. Oh my god. And by the way, her underbite is massive now. She has a massive underbite. And uh if it looks like she's squishy, she is. If you like dogs with squish, this dog has it covered. So much squish on this dog, and the ears are ridiculously soft. Hello, honey baby. Okay. All right, I'm going to go put her on the couch. She's so floppy. That's true. That's a great descriptor. She is a floppy-looking dog. I'll get out of the way so you can enjoy her while I tell you dumb stories. Uh, Darla, ne- Darla needs an emoji. She does. I wish I knew how to do it. Sean did all that shit for me. Uh, okay. So this uh, is as crazy as N-Word League Baseball Museum was. And that guy, I think, got fired. I don't even know what the fuck happened to him. Yeah, I think he did get fired. But... Uh, this story here is uh, centered around the announcer for the uh, Baltimore Orioles baseball team, who I guess have been having a, a great year. And uh, out of the blue, they're uh, one of the top teams in the league. But one of the, excuse me, one of the things they haven't been great at is uh, um, playing on the road at Tampa when they play the Rays. Uh, this This announcer... Looks like a young dude to be uh, to have such a great gig as the play-by-play voice of the Baltimore Orioles, Kevin Brown. He was kind of like uh, doing the uh, setting the stage for the broadcast, and he says, "All right, the Orioles they got to get after it, and they got to they got to uh, they got to win on the road at Tampa, a place that hasn't been kind to them uh, in in recent uh, years. This is how the Orioles have done in Tampa." Or something like that. And that's it. And then, the I guess, because he pointed out that they haven't had as much success on the road in Tampa, 
the president of the team said, fuck you, and suspended him. It, this is so dumb. This is ridiculous. Uh, audio check, video check. Let's take a listen to this horrible thing this guy said. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special. To this guy looks like he's 11 years old. Today, they've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells. The music denotes that a graphic has started, and you just see a, a shot of the roof of the facility in Tampa with uh, the graphic that says Tropical Depression, Orioles at Tropicana Field, and then it shows how much they've struggled in recent years. That's something that's prepared ahead of time. That doesn't necessarily mean that this announcer prepared this. It's just the director of the broadcast says, all right, we're going we're gonna to touch on this, Kevin. And then they, he has a script that he has to read. Today, it's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the top this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this to... I can't get over how young this guy is. Vision ...every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yeah. For the okay, so you, you, I mean, that was all the usual boring baseball shit. Uh, he didn't say the N-word. Uh, he didn't make a disparaging comment about Jews. Uh, he did not laugh about George Floyd. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he just said the Orioles have kind of struggled on the road at Tropicana Field. And <laughs> they suspended <laughs> They said, get the fuck out. Hey, you got to talk shit about us? We're your boss. You're suspended. <laughs> Can you believe this shit? Oh, fuck. Uh, Tyler says, I can't tell you how. Tyler's a big baseball fan. He says, I can't tell you how many times I've heard a similar breakdown of the Tigers struggling against a certain team or something like that. It's almost like it's his job to break down things like that. LOL. And they... They said, all right, yeah, enough. We have had it with your off-color remarks. And they, they suspended him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and now all of um, baseball, all the baseball announcers are banding together on behalf of this, of this guy, Kevin Brown. Uh, some of the big names in New York sports are, are weighing in. One of them would be uh, uh, Mad Dog Russo, who uh, is on Sirius XM. He's 
very, very famous. The other thing I want to mention, and this I just saw a couple days ago, what a disgrace John Angelos is, the owner of the Orioles. Did you see that their play-by-play guy, Kevin Brown, he's done the games for a while, uh, but he hasn't been heard from in the last two, three series because last week when they played Tampa, he said during that series that the Orioles have won more games against the Rays this season than the last two combined. The most innocuous, truthful statement. That is the premise of the story and his comments. And this idiot, Angelos, I mean, who's never won a damn thing. This guy, remember, he didn't own the team in 83. This is the guy when they... Okay, now let's, let's, uh, let's pause here. The outrage will be... I mean, you don't... These guys are so pissed off on behalf of Kevin Brown. Okay, they and all the baseball announcers now... They've been waiting for this moment for something sideways to uh, to get. So now they're really leaning into it. You know, uh, I, I don't think these guys said shit when the one guy said, yeah, let's go to the uh, uh, N-Word League Baseball Hall of Fame. Won their championship. I uh, Edward Bennett Williams is probably still alive and the owner. This is the guy that gets him fired or gets him demoted or gets him silenced for a period of time as sort of punishment. Are you kidding me? I am. That is a disgrace. <laughs> that I mean, that is so bad. I, I don't even know how to comment. You're who would want to be a play-by-play guy of the Orioles? But the idea that I got John Angelos, who has done absolutely diddly in his career as an owner. Let's call it like we see it. Now they're fun now. But so uh, his point is, John Angelos hasn't been successful. Uh, and see, Mad Dog, his his argument loses steam because he's kind of an idiot. With oh yeah, here he is suspended him, and he hasn't done anything as an owner. Well, you know, let's just focus on this. The whole thing is just bullshit because he's a thin-skinned pussy. That's all you need to say, Mad Dog. But they tanked for years, diddly, and this guy is gonna demote this Kevin Brown. You got to be kidding me. I mean, that is, I don't care who gets mad at the MLB Network. That's a, this is a radio show. That's a disgrace. That would drive me crazy. That I am going to have some owner who, again, one more time, has done absolutely nothing in his career. And I am going to have... Can you imagine being married to this guy? Everything he says sounds like that. I want to have spaghetti and meatballs. I got to add Parmesan cheese. I'm sick and tired of not having Parmesan cheese in the house. Have this guy demote and put the guy basically on ice because he said something as simple as that, and then he doesn't, and then and then we find out about it. He doesn't want to get criticized. Nonsense! You're going to get criticized because <laughs> that's a disgrace. That is a disgrace. That what you're doing, that is completely, utterly wrong, and. I uh, it, I think it's great. You get a lot of attention to yourself. Shameful. He should be embarrassed. Embarrassed that he did that. Embarrassed. Maybe he just doesn't like the guy. Maybe he's having sex with his wife or something. I don't know. This is uh, Michael K. True. And if it is true, and I, I'm going to choose to believe it's true, they should be ashamed of themselves because not only was what Kevin said in the Oriole notes that night, but it was on a graphic, which means that it was planned. So if you're going to be so thin-skinned, <laughs> to Kevin Brown, 
Then you have to suspend the entire Oriole truck, the producer, director, graphics. You have to suspend all of them because they're all complicit in this. Okay, so at this point, the this John Angelos, the guy who was the owner of the team, he has to either bring him back right away or double down, okay? He should fire him. He should actually say, we will not tolerate this and just fire the guy and see everything go crazy. And if John Angelos, the owner of the Orioles, didn't like that, then he's thin-skinned, he's unreasonable, and he should actually get a call from Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, because it's Uh, unconscionable that you would actually... They should bring in a new guy um, who all he does is relates everything back to John Angelos. And he should say, a strike called, a strike brought to you by John Angelos. A really good broadcaster... For no reason whatsoever. He didn't do anything wrong. And you know that music that starts playing in the cut that you played? I did this earlier. This is not how it works. Kevin Brown doesn't say it, and somebody who's running graphics in the truck could put together a graphic in two seconds. That's that's put together. makes the Orioles look so small and insignificant and minor league. And, of course, they don't comment on personnel matters. And they didn't say they fired the guy. They suspended him. But can you imagine how that guy must feel? He has to keep his mouth shut. He can't criticize the Orioles because they don't get fired. So, of course, we look forward to Kevin coming back. But you embarrassed the guy for no reason. And, most importantly, you embarrassed yourself. What you did is disgraceful to the business. Disgraceful. Fans of teams should be lucky when their announcers are allowed to be critical. And that wasn't even critical, Peter. I believe that that was complimentary of the Orioles. I don't know about that. It's so crazy. It's (laughs) Dynamite drop in, Peter. It's so crazy. Such a small look. (laughs) God, these guys are losing their shit over this. Uh we're firing you because of all the outraged geniuses. So to be clear, if the team had recently won a few World Series, this suspension would be okay then? LOL. Screw the press. Chris and Maine says, screw the press. Good for the front office. Whipping their D out and putting that middle schooler in his place. (laughs) Oh, my God. Darla, I do not trust you. Hey, no. We do not chew on electrical cords. Come on back. Why don't you go lay down? Oh, you know, it's okay. She's sitting there up on, on this chair with Bruce now. And, uh making his life miserable. Um, she can jump up now onto things and, uh, she is, uh, exercising her freedoms quite regularly now. Um, we got a couple people that are weighing in somehow about, yeah, Eric gets fired for pants. Yeah. I, I have a hard time ever thinking that the only thing that got me about getting fired was, you know, for the longest time, uh, me doing what I did was okay. And if I ever did get in trouble, uh, it would be taken care of. And then 
I just couldn't adapt when they changed the playbook. All right, now you can't say anything that's uh, insulting about people. Um, and then when I was like, all right, I can't, I can't stop this. And then uh, me being me, and then eventually shown the door. So I, I knew what I was doing. And uh, if I had just listened or, you know, implemented what they had wanted me to do, uh, I would still be there today. But I, I don't know how happy I would be, frankly. Time out. Darla! Darla? Yeah, okay. We got a problem because she's licking his ear. And then Bruce is going to get turned on and his dick is going to be out. No. got to separate him. Uh-oh. Now he's going back over there. Oh, fuck. This might be a struggle. Uh, Aram says, free beer and hot wings left Eric hanging out there. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I was never in the room during any of those discussions. I cannot speak to that. I, I cannot confirm or deny. I mean, I don't know. Wasn't there. Amanda says, I thought you got fired because they were taking away all the sponsors because of what you said. What? I I guess, uh, could you maybe rewrite that? I don't know what you mean. I thought you got fired because they were taking away all the sponsors because of what you said. Like all the sponsors were going to go away because you said bad things about one of them. Um, no, no, that, that I, like I would, I made fun of Joel's pants. So Pepsi said they're not going to market anymore. Is that what you're suggesting? All right. Yeah. Eric Zane, he, uh, he made a crack about the Delta Plex. So, uh, Denny's is, uh, is, is not, is no longer signing on. Not Pepsi. Joel called you and said, fuck you guys. I don't want to do business with you anymore because he said bad things. All right. See, this is a perfect example. It took you uh, three attempts to actually put it into words that made sense. And on the third try, you got it right. Uh, Joel Langloy was butthurt. So he said, all right. I'm no longer going to have the intersection on your radio station. That's what happened or something like that. I don't know. doesn't matter anymore. Uh, Aram says their silence after Eric's comment indicated to me that they knew his comment was trouble and didn't dump it or try to help twist it. Now that I mean, maybe I, I, I don't know why if it was such a big, I didn't think it was a big deal. But Greg, if he did think it was a big deal and he didn't dump it, but who gives a shit? Um, I don't think he liked me anyway. I know I didn't like him. All right. So anyway, that baseball announcer is, this is, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, they, that, that's what did it. Um, 
And then going forward, he'll just keep his mouth shut. And uh, I'm just surprised at the way that all unfolded that way. It seems so dumb. Uh, okay. Sad news to report. Sandra Bullock's longtime partner. Boy, this this chick just cannot catch a break. Um, by the way, Don, Don Hector from Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul is dead. Mark Margolis. He died last week. Also dead. Sandra Bullock's longtime partner, Brian Randall, who might be one of the most handsome dudes, or at least was. Look at this dude. Look at this dude. I especially like his hair. You see, that's I'm so happy with salt and pepper. Now, I don't have the face. Look at that guy's face. Oh, my God. What a stud this guy was. Look at him. Holy shit. I'd, wa- I'd want to have sex more with Brian Randall than I would Sandra Bullock. That dude is awesome. Well, he, he's, he passed away yesterday. He's only 57. This is one of those ridiculous ALS diagnoses. Uh, that disease scares me to death. Um, people who are diagnosed with ALS. Boy, the clock is ticking fast on you. We're talking, um, you know, in some cases a year or two. In some cases three. Or uh, Joanne's mother well, I guess it would be Joanne's stepdad. So my, my stepmom, her stepdad, Smith, he had it and it ravaged him and then it stopped. It did the old, um, who was that physicist? Um, what's his name? JK Rowling, PK Simmons, the fucking guy, um, really smart. And he would uh, he'd talk with a robot. Stephen Hawkins. J.K. Rowling. Um, Smith had ALS. And then it robbed everything all the way up to the underside of his chin. Which meant he could blink, wiggle his ears... And move his face. And that's it. Couldn't breathe on his own. He had to have a machine hooked up to his throat. And he was just ravaged. He couldn't do anything. He was laying in a bed for nine years. And I was talking with Joanne about uh, him. About how that disease ravaged him. And uh, she, she told me a story that. One day, the nurse, it was the nurse, Joanne's mother, who was, her name was Grace. She's passed. And Smith. And um, the mother, Grace, said, hey, I want to take him out. I want to put him in the car so he can see different spots of scenery. So they uh, got him in a chair, wheeled him down the thing into the car. 
And uh, they had a um, portable oxygen thing. And uh, they get to a certain point in the drive and the nurse says, we should turn around because uh, I don't want to run out of oxygen. Well, uh, they fucked it up. And as they're pulling in the driveway, they run out. They have no more oxygen for Smith. Now, he does not die in this story. So the anxiety you're feeling, it will be relieved. Well, it just so happens that a visitor came over to see them, a friend of the family who is an EMT, and uh, they're rushing trying to get him out of the car. He can't breathe. He's turning blue. He has no more oxygen. He can't breathe on his own. He's going to die. And they're trying. And then uh, Joanne's mother, Grace, who was a really cool customer, as this is all unfolding, she calmly walks into the house and there's a manual apparatus with a bag. You can just squeeze it and put it over their, over their face. And, uh, it, 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 so he's dying and they're all panicking the nurse and the EMT dude. And then she goes, calm down, calm down and put the fucking thing on his face, and push some air into his lung. <gasps> Holy shit. So this dude, ALS Smith, um, Joanne's stepdad, it was, uh, I remember visiting that guy all the time and, um, it, it's just the worst, my God. And, uh, some, what do you mentioned? Steve McMichael. I think that's what one of you said. That's the dude. My, um, yeah, he played for the bears. Uh, he, God damn it, that guy. When people have ALS, you know, they, they make the announcement. And then they just go away because their body just leaves them. It's just so heinous. Um, And I saw a bunch of the old 85 bears around uh, Steve McMichael and they took a picture and McMichael doesn't look anything at all. And he's all curled up and it's, it's so sad. God damn it. And how quickly it ravages a person. So this image you see, of uh, Brian Randall, which is uh, the late uh, significant other of uh, Sandra Bullock. That's how they wanted. He wanted to be remembered like remembered like this. He's a photographer. And before that, he was a model, as you can guess. Jesus, look at this dude. Um, they met where there's a, um, a People magazine cover where Bullock is with her two adopted kids, Lewis and Layla. And... Um, she hired a photographer to take the pics and in walks this uh, tall drink of water. And she's like, Oh my God, you're just what the doctor ordered after that piece of shit. What is it? She dated that guy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Jesse Owens or some shit. The, the guy motorcycle, he would build motorcycles on TV. The fuck is his name? Billy Joe Armstrong. Uh, May West. No. God damn it. Ugly, ugly man. Hair slicked back. Ooh, bad boy. What the hell was his name? And then there was a torrid affair. And then she's like, all right, that's enough. And got out of the relationship. Jesse James. Um... Mongo was in WCW, one of the uh, four horsemen. Seriously, 
How is she so attractive at her age? You talk about Sandra Bullock. Well, she's in her late fifties. She's not like 80, right? She's 59. You see, that's what I'm telling you. You got to go for old chicks. Uh, 59 is the new 39. I mean, that's what I'm experiencing. That's why women uh, just fawn over me because I'm so old and handsome. Well, anyway, this is incredibly sad. As I said, she cannot catch a break. Uh, wasn't Jesse James also in the band Jackal? Different Jesse James. Jesse James Dupree is in Jackal. Jesse James is a, a retarded motorcycle guy. So that's just a bummer. Oh my God. I cannot imagine. So now she's 59. She's like, ah, oh, fuck. Got to start over. Love of her life. That is uh, terribly sad. Uh, Kyle writes, you got the old part right. See, that's what I'm talking about. Amanda says, I'm definitely not going to look like that when I'm 59. Yeah, really? Okay. Um, I didn't know that you could predict the future. I didn't know that you had a crystal ball. Hey guys, Amanda knows she will not look a certain way when she's 59 years old. I had no idea you have the ability to predict the future. That is very cool of you. Please tell us more about what you know about. You don't know anything. You don't know shit. You know, you always beat yourself up and it makes me mad. I hate it when you do that. I mean, I do it too, but I think you're serious. She says, play my song now. Of course, you run the show. Uh, Nick says, Jesse James is the man. I learned lots of fabrication stuff from his shows. Um, like motorcycle related? Isn't he like a motorcycle dude? Yeah, that guy can... Uh, doesn't know how to take care of a woman, but he can... Uh, doesn't know how to be an adult man, but can uh, fabricate a motorcycle. Uh, Ashley says, I have a question for the future teller. New segment. We could just ask Amanda if she could predict the future for us. All right. Uh, once again, the Patreon bonus podcast happens each and every day, Monday through Friday. You have Wednesday of this week, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast live Thursday of this week with Stu McAllister, his debut on Patreon for who are these Ottawa County fascists. I'm very excited about all of these shows and you can enjoy all of them for free when you sign up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, seven day free trial there for you. Sign up patreon.com slash Eric Zane.
Um, I, the heating and cooling expert for the show, as you know, Joe Martinez. A and E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. If you have any issues with your furnace, with your AC, uh, and we're kind of in that weird spot. The last couple of days have been cool. I think it's going to warm up again. But, uh, yeah, we're starting to think cool. It won't be long. Uh, I just saw on the Today Show, they were making a big deal about how pumpkin spice is already back. Like, everybody's already incorporated it. They, you know, they said they make, like, billions of dollars, all the uh, all the uh, 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 industry that is associated with pumpkin spice. And you got, like, people who love it and then people who hate it because people love it. I think it tastes great. I love it. Al Roker is making a big deal about today because there's not even any pumpkin in it, and it's all chemicals. Well, yeah, that's everything, though. Who gives a shit? 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez. Pumpkin spice season with Joe Martinez. What that dog is doing today. All right. uh, I'm going tinkle. There's something that uh, people who own Jeeps are doing. That's... uh... Super dumb. I guess if you own a Jeep, you do things to other Jeep owners. Now, does that mean like uh, every single Jeep product? Like, a, a, isn't there a, isn't there one called like a Jeep Compass, or is it uh, just the Wranglers? By the way, those uh, Jeep pickup trucks. God, those are fucking stupid. Apparently, if you uh, drive a Jeep, what you have to do is you have to drive around. And in the front of your car, you have to have, like, with you a bunch of uh, ducks. Rubber ducks. Plastic duckies. And then if you see someone else who's driving a Jeep and they, like, are parked at the Walmart, you got to park next to them and take the duck and put it on the car. And you got to have your name on it. Uh, hey, I know. To me, if someone owns a Jeep product uh, because of things like this, this is reason to not want to ever talk to these people. These are these are strange individuals. All right, audio check, video check. Here's what's up. We know there are tons of things that bond people who drive Jeeps. Like Mainly that they all drive Jeeps. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that being number one, right? Isn't there a Jeep wave? You're supposed to wave, like uh, make three fingers, you know? In addition to that, top-down, off-roading, you name it. Yeah, another thing um, that's becoming pretty popular mm-hmm. started during the pandemic, and now it's it's quite a trend. Brittany Flowers is here with that. How does it work, Brittany? Yeah, well, you've probably heard of or played Duck Duck Goose. This is similar, but it involves physical ducks, and the geese are, well, the Jeeps. Wait a minute. It's just like Duck Duck Goose? Isn't that the game where you, you touch somebody on the head and say, Goose! And then you run around the circle and you got to sit in their spot before they catch you. 
So is that what we're doing here? Are we chasing people? You might have heard the phrase, it's a Jeep thing. It's just everybody being friendly. It's just, just be happy, enjoy life. Milita the guy, he, it says on the front of the Jeep, intestinal fortitude. I've got balls. Retiree Bobby Jean bought his first Jeep when he was 18. He, he hasn't looked back since. Okay, this is like that, uh, that winch on the front. You know, and, and Jeep owners do that. They'll um they'll get one of these massive vehicles with this thing on the front, and that allows you to like pull people out, but you never use it. You just it's just there. In fact, that's all a model. That doesn't even operate. It's just there to look tough. I'll always own a Jeep. This Jeep here I bought, I I I bought back in December and just kind of been playing with it. If you look close Yeah. People who are that into a vehicle that gets them from point A to point B, to me, are suspect. You can't ever, I mean, God damn it. I think this is just a step above a uh, pickup truck asshole with 8 million Trump flags. You'll notice an interesting collection on the dash. Oh, I've been ducked a lot. Found out about it afterwards after the fact um had a duck on my jeep i'm going okay what is this turns out it wasn't a random prank in fact it's look at that thing Ugh. part of an international movement known as jeep ducking Allison. what did it say on the side on there turns out it delusional vet a random prank in fact what what does this say it's part of an international movement known as Jeep ducking. Something, something veteran. Ellison Parliament started it July 4th of 2020. And it was just to kind of bring happiness and, you know, cheer and friendship to other Jeepers. Any Jeep can oh. be ducked in any. Yeah, like, like this thing, this Cherokee. You, you can duck this. I, I don't think that this should count because the guy who drives a Cherokee is not a psychopath like the asshole who drives the Wrangler. Jeeper can do the ducking, and Gene stays prepared. I've, I've probably got a hundred ducks in here just ready to give out. <laughs> it's really funny is you'll uh, pull into a parking spot, usually next to another Jeep, if there's a Jeep in the parking lot. It's just a Jeep thing. And you'll duck their Jeep, you go in the store, you come back out, and you've been ducked also. The ducks take wow! a sticker or tag, letting people know who ducked them. For Gene, it helps get the word out about his group, Michigan Jeep Mafia. We support Canine for Warriors, PTSD service dogs for veterans. Uh, we've got approximately 1,800 members here in Michigan and growing every day. The game, giving Gene an opportunity to combine his love of Jeeping with his passion for spreading positivity. It's just, you know, other people out there like you that just want to enjoy life and make people smile. So you can find more information about Michigan Jeep Mafia on Facebook. And if you're interested in helping support 22 Vet and providing people. Can you imagine if you're that guy, how broken up he'd be if he's watching to see somebody get, get their reaction. And they walk up to, they just throw the thing on the ground and step on it. I don't know why I'm being so negative about this. <laughs> Uh, Patrick says, I'm glad I sold my Cherokee. Isn't that if you get a Wrangler, like one minute after you drive it off of the lot, uh, the windshield's busted? 
Uh, Ryan says, I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee and can assure you I am not considered a Jeep owner by Wrangler assholes. No, Wrangler people are, 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 are just that. You, you don't ever want to be around a group of Wrangler assholes. Any group of people that uh, loves to like get together because they drive a certain vehicle, that means get rid of the fucking vehicle. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, Kenny says, uh, well, I'll never own a Jeep already, but this solidifies it even further. <laughs> ben says, Jeep people are memarded. The Jeep wave. Yeah. Uh, hey, great. Like when I was, uh, when I had that fucking scooter, um, I'd be driving it around or riding it around. You can't say drive, I guess. And, uh, people on motorcycles would, uh, put, hold up two, like peace sign two, and then aim it down as you ride by them. That's supposed to be like code for keep two wheels on the ground. It's like a, a camaraderie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, typically though, when I'm on a scooter, a guy on a motorcycle, especially a Harley would not do that to a putz like me on a scooter. Okay. So, but then occasionally guy on a Harley would do that to me and I wouldn't do it back. So it's kind of like he just got, he, he just got dissed by a fucking guy on a 49 CC motor engine, uh, a scooter. <sighs> Ryan says, I do love my grand Cherokee best car I've ever owned owned, but I've never been waved to by any Jeep owners. There's about 10 million grand Cherokees on the road. Wrangler assholes hate us common folk. Kyle asked Ben, do you still own a Jeep? You have a Jeep. Ben, you had a Jeep? Yeah, maybe. I think you had a, like a Patriot or something like that. Uh, Wranglers, man. Uh, they're very uncomfortable, Kenny says. Yes, they're uh, bouncy and boxy and stupid. Uh, Jeep Liberty. Harley guys, don't give me the wave on an Indian. Yeah, Harley assholes are the absolute worst. Okay? You know, the fact that they all have to get dressed up in a costume. And there are people that are listening to this who um, have Harleys. And if you go out on your Harley and you don't have a costume on, apparently you lose points at, at the Harley club. Um, I get such a laugh out of these assholes that ride around on their stupid chaps with their dumbass vest, and uh, it's just embarrassing. So embarrassing. Um I have a real problem. I would rather there be um, a larger influx of uh, drug dealers and fentanyl distributors in the community than people riding around on Harley Davidson's. I think they're the absolute worst attention seeking assholes. Uh, Low self-esteem. 
If any of you have a Harley, well, you're going to have to fuck off. I'm telling you right to your face. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Do you have a Harley? Uh, remember to take my, my joke with my jokes with a grain of salt. Don't come to my house and kill me. Uh, Nader tried to write something and it, it, it just doesn't make sense. I can't even decipher what you're saying. Uh, Kent wants to start a Honda Odyssey wave. The old Harley adage of loud pipes save lives. No, they don't. No, they don't. They just make you annoying. I've never bought that. In fact, when I was riding around on that scooter, I had a, uh, a sticker on the helmet that said loud pipes save lives to as kind of like a, huh? What? Uh, this, this comment, my neighbor revs his engine in his driveway daily. It's a, uh, is a goddamn hero then for, uh, revving his engine. Yeah. I, uh, the Harleys, God, they're so loud. I hate them. Ryan says, wasn't there a free beer and hot wings video of you riding that? I have a vague, a uh, vague, vague memory of vague. <laughs> yeah. Steve put up a, a video years ago. It was, it was very fun. Uh, Brandon says, I come from a Harley family. None had loud pipes. And I fucking and loathe loud pipes. Fuck your pipes. Oh, yeah. You should be arrested if your Harley is loud. I hate those things so much. Uh, Superior Motorcycle is a Honda Goldwing because it's quiet. People who ride Harleys, there's something wrong with those people. I would rather uh, be hanging out with a bunch of MAGA extremists and Ottawa County impact assholes than Harley Dick. Shut up, Harley asshole. My God. Okay. Uh, Thank you very much to Throat Slab, Throat Slab, Throat slash Dale. I can't talk today. I don't. I think I am actually having a stroke. Throat slab Dale. Throat slash Dale. Superior cleaning and power washing. Two three one seven four zero four zero nine eight. Superior cleaning and power washing. Call for an estimate today. Two three one seven four zero four zero nine eight. If you want the uh, house cleaned, landscaping. Uh, concrete outside of the house, whatever you need power wash, Dale can do it. He also cleans hoods at restaurants. Call for an estimate today. Free estimate. Of course, two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight for superior cleaning and power washing. It's been a while. It is time to go around the radio and see what is happening. I know. 
mighty long time. Okay. But in this case, baby. Some good blues. Can't go wrong with that. Magazine is our best of the West issue. And to, to say that um, people are engaged. Good point. Amanda says, I missed it. Did he say goodbye to the Facebook and Twitter people? You're right. I have not done that. Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. I am going to say goodbye to you. Thank you, Amanda, for reminding me. With your crystal ball. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. And Twitter or X brought to you by uh, Blue Frost IT. Bob writes, Harley riders are the Honda Civic owners of the motorcycle world. Loud, sounds like shit, always revving in the red line. Aram, out of the blue, insults me with the around the radio dial will make them leave anyways. Aram does that from time to time for no particular reason. Um, oftentimes masks himself as a sweet soul, but then keeps you honest with an out of the blue, uh, rock bottom. That's what that is. Thanks. They're bringing him to West Michigan and we get to tell that story, which is really awesome. It's not what I have for you now. I am drying it up, but... As you continue to walk with me in faith and obedience, Elijah, there is blessing, there is ministry, there is provision for For you in a place where you would least expect to now get up and go to Zalfa. So let's follow the story, verse 10. He arose. It's like three voices at once. He went to Zarephath. So hard to tune anything in. This is a B93. She go. Actually, kind of like that song. I don't know who it is. Oh, this is uh, Weezer. Say about me anymore. I don't care about that. Bang, 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 Aram says it was an insult of radio as a medium. Oh, sorry. Thought you were making fun of me. I don't hate the radio. Oh, I love this song. Is this um, Fergie? Oh, God, she's so hot. I from that team this year. I really don't. They had to stay healthy. I mean, if guys like Grant Delpit, you know, All-American Safety out of LSU... If he can stay healthy on the backhand, that's obviously going to help. Boring. Miles Garrett. 
that's my take when I saw that. I'm like, this is kind of what happens when I think you become a dancing you, chill. You can't bait and switch. Although, truth This is uh, Michelle and Greg with restat. Travis. He said, you know, last time we were here, we lost 13. It wasn't anything. He wasn't saying we suck. Because I mentioned Fergie. Uh, Ashley says, remember that song, uh, Let's Get It Started? When I revealed to you all that that originally was called Let's Get Retarded, which I had never heard that ever until that moment. Referring to Mike and Marion's kids, and they were pissed at him. The they Tigers are, you, oh, they, they got you pissed. Be, you have to be, you got your art. You better be you. subservient every time. When you become a, an announcer for a team, you so. Oh, they're talking about, um, talking about the guy I was talking about earlier who's. Got in trouble for saying that shit about the team hasn't won on the road. It happens now. These guys, these guys aren't independent thinkers. All they are is guys who get out there. Oh, Shippy's up. You know. That's a- yes. You smell fish all day. And you like it? <laughs> oh, he has to smell like it. And you know he's he's desensitized to it. It's like a person who smokes long enough. Up in June, bolstered by large car loans, even while Americans. Shaking. I'm going to get a Twitch ticket. Floor and uh, the opportunities that could be vague. Oh, yes. Jack F. Find 
unthinkable. Justin Barkley! Because it's not just the story. Station. Your job. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Wasting all my time. Because running, running oh, so near. I kind of lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, Kent says, hell yeah. Turn it back to genuine pony. I don't know what was genuine pony. I don't what I don't know what you what you're referring to. Whatever that was, was it something I sang? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Is is genuine the artist and pony is the song? Brandis says, "Wow, you don't know genuine? I I've heard that, and I don't say genuine, right? I say genuine." I don't, I don't know what that is. Maybe one of you can help me out instead of just sitting there saying, wow, you don't know, dumb fuck. Uh, Kent says that song makes women moist. That's a horrible thing to say. That's one of those songs you play. Okay, what is the song called? It's called uh, Pony. Hold on a second here. Maybe I can get this. Brandis says, look it up. That's an ad. Okay, so the black guys go into the biker bar and the white people don't like them. I've never heard that song in my entire life. Uh, spelled genuine. Ben says that's the song I was conceived to. Ryan says, I'm glad. Bruce just puked again. Oh, man, I think I got to take this dog to the vet. Poor guy. Come on, Bruce. Oh, it's two piles of puke. Hang on. Great 
The joys of dog ownership. It's okay, big guy. It's all right. Uh, Tyler says, I foresee a vet visit for Bruce today. Darla just looking on in wonderment. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? Hmm. Uh, anyway. Let's see. Now I'm getting texts during the show. Okay. Very sweet. All right. Where was I? What is going on around here? Holy shit. Get your head in the game. Easy. Uh, Berlin Raceway. I will be there Saturday. And I'd like to see you there too. Berlinraceway.com is where you go to get tickets. 14 bucks. Get a ticket. Walk into the grandstand. And I'm right there. You can't miss me. If you can't find me, send me a message. And then I'll say, hey, come sit by me. We will watch the races. 14 bucks a pop, 15 and under free. I want to see you at Berlin Raceway this weekend. Parking is free. Concessions are cheap. Beer is cold. Women are drunk. It's all at Berlin Raceway. Go there. They've been packing them in. It's been an unbelievably successful year this year. And uh, very, very happy with that. Berlinraceway.com. I want to see you there. Uh, Chad Kroger. Do I say Kruger or Kroger? Now, let me start out by saying I have never understood why uh, Nickelback gets the abuse that they get. I think it's kind of subsided. I think uh, it was all just people were uh, uh, piling on them for no particular reason. Uh, look, like, look, um, it's, it's Crowher. It's pronounced Crowher. Ryan says undeserved abuse. Amanda says the songs give you douche chills. Kroger is how you say it. Kroger. Um, so I've never understood the abuse on them. Kenny calls them the worst band ever. The only reason why people hate on Nickelback is because uh, stupid people like Kenny hear other people saying bad things about them and then just goes, yeah, I think I'll pile on too because I'm a sheep. Uh, they are no worse or better than any other particular band that sells millions of records, millions of records. Um, this comment, I'm indifferent, but it is fun to pile on. It's fun to joke, but at the end of the day, they're a fine band. They sound great. They've always sound great. They've always sounded great. I have always liked their songs. Uh, similarly, Creed, the band Creed, Theory of a Dead Man. That's another band that gets a lot of shit for being butt rock. I love butt rock. Butt rock is the way to go. I'm just, I'm all about butt. 
Creed has some bangers too. I should find one of those shows. Uh, yeah, Amanda, you, you shorten them up, Amanda. Shorten them up and in English. L- listen to what she wrote, and and see. And I I think I need to um. I think I need to stop reading Amanda's comments for a little while. I'm getting Amanda out. She wrote, I should find one of those show bit tic tacs I sent you with the animation of the bands. Did you get those? Would you stop having a conversation with me? Is there any way you could do that? Would you stop conversing with me? If you have a nice comment or something hilarious, yes. But would you stop having a goddamn conversation with me? Is that possible? Can you add that to your repertoire? I don't think it's possible. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Kroger was on stage. And um, this comment, Nickelback and Metallica are the same band. Oh, well, yeah, but Nickelback rocks harder than Metallica. Metallica is a, is a soft rock band these days. Nickelback is a, uh, is a, a much more aggressive uh, band with, with metalheads. More metalheads love Nickelback than Metallica. Metallica isn't even uh, heavy metal. Nickelback is hardcore death metal compared to Metallica. You know, Metallica is a big pile of shit these days. Nickelback writes their own music and they're Canadian. So they're already better than us. Nickelback or Wayland. Well, Wayland is now a country band, so we can't really have this argument. Young Adam Schwab says Metallica is yacht rock. Oh, yeah, big time. It'll go like, uh, you know, Sticks and then uh, Taking Care of Business by BTO and maybe Footloose and then nothing else matters. Nickelback equals Pantera. I agree. Uh, Better band, harder than Pantera. Um, you know, Pantera was so bad, was so shitty that their biggest fan started to kill them. Like actually killed the guitar player. I forgot the guitarist player's name, Stevie Paul or some shit. He got murdered because he was so terrible. Nickelback greater than Pantera. The uh the the guitar player who got murdered was known as Douchebag Daryl. Yeah, that's right. I can't listen to Metallica. They're almost as old as Minecraft. All right. So now Chad Kroger is on stage and he's having trouble with his voice. So he has to make an announcement 
to the uh, to the fans who are screaming there as he's trying to sing the song Animal, which is another awesome song. I love that song. You can't really pick up on the music because it's cell phone video. Somebody's right up front. a song that they're they, they all they want to do is screw or something like that and have sex like animals all right i'm gonna bounce ahead stop 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 Absolutely destroyed throat and try to make it through this show and pretend like there's nothing fucking wrong. And take your fucking What do you do? the the hit the We all our fingers backstage. work. Did you hear that fan? That fan just goes, You still sound better than Metallica and Pantera combined. But I cannot, in good conscience, stand up here and sing these fucking songs. Now my voice is cracking, and it sounds like shit. I just described the fucking past. So, I'll tell you what. I can give it my best. I can keep this time. You can just blow the fucker out if you want to. Hey. I'll sit the rest of the night. What? No, these guys don't want that. But that's yeah, I'm good. Fuck it, let's start this one over again. Oh, he's gonna give it another try. You see, that's a that's a true champion. I, I can't really, you know, pick up how he's singing, but even if a pit bull came out and mauled his throat, it's still going to sound better than anything Pantera has ever done. Uh, Kenny says they should have given the mic to a fan. I, I love that idea. I love that idea. Can you sing? Do you know the words? Bring him up, bring him up on stage and just do your thing. Uh, BW Ionia says James Hetfield ain't no Chad. That wuss canceled the show after a minor, minor pyrotechnics injury. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He just had like a first degree sunburn and uh, he, he canceled the whole tour because he's such a pussy. Chad Kroger and Nickelback are the fucking best. If I had to choose between seeing Nickelback and any other band today, I would choose Nickelback. Um, 
Kenny says, if you give the mic to a fan, they'll do a better job anyway. Anyway, where does your hate come from, for, from Nickelback? Is that because they're uh, so much more successful than all the loser bands that you like? What I mean, seriously? What is wrong with you? Um, so that's basically it. That's what's going on with Chad Kroger and Nickelback. By the way, um, thanks again to um, my friends over at King's Room Barbershop for being on board with this show. I just saw the logo show up on the screen there. I'm just so, I have been working on these people for years to get them on the podcast. And I'm just so excited that they are here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Okay. There's an Australian race car driver. By the name of Rene Gracie. Described as up and coming in the sport. Uh, I guess this would be the Australian version of NASCAR. I don't know. Looks like some type of uh, stock car she's driving. Um, Women in the sport. That's always great to see. Um. You know, hopefully they'll have uh, enough success that they can, uh, you know, rise through the ranks just like any other driver. Uh, Renee Gracie, though, says that she hasn't really won that much money and she needs to make more money. So rather than go to a place like Bosco's and make French fries, she is uh, showing everyone her boobs and whatnot uh, with an OnlyFans page. This is Renee Gracie. That's her. And, oh, my God, those are the types of boobs uh, you would just call uh, uh, gazangas. Look at the size of those cans. Holy crap. I don't even like looking at them. It's like off-putting they're so big. I don't care for the makeup and the age, as you know. But uh, she has an OnlyFans page, and she says, come on, watch me drive the car, and then, uh, hey, watch somebody drive me. Now, I don't know if it's full-on porno. Like, um, you know, uh, you're actually seeing them have, have sex. But this is what she's doing to make money. She embraces OnlyFans porno to supplement insufficient racing winnings. Uh, What message does it send to young up-and-coming female athletes that the only way they can make money in the world of sports is either to strike it big or resort to creating porno on OnlyFans? The question relates to Australian race car driver Renee Gracie, who proudly flaunts her OnlyFans account with adult-only content, something she does to supplement what she describes as insufficient income from racing alone. And that's the thing nowadays. Everybody does this. Uh, I've talked about doing the Eric Zane Show podcast OnlyFans page where you guys can watch me have sex. I mean, who's up for that? I know you all are. You lie, but you would all love to see that. I know you would. Okay. And you all do it too. We all have OnlyFans pages soon. Before long, we're going to realize we can make some money uh, with our own OnlyFans pages. And I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The ones that stand to make the most money are Kenny and Amanda. To the candy. 
Uh, why they don't take advantage of this, I don't know. They could make thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, 28-year-old Gracie is currently leading the GT World Challenge Australia's GT Trophy Series, but she's made it clear she fully intends to continue her semi-porno content on OnlyFans. Despite the time she has committed to competing, according to an interview she did with The Sun. So she might just be like showing you her boobs. Big deal. According to Gracie, the only reason she feels she could take the time to commit to racing was due to the financial success she has achieved since actively creating content for and promoting her OnlyFans page. She originally left racing together six years ago due to the lack of sustainable income. And uh, so, yeah, uh, now she's seen. um, She's even secured a sponsorship from OnlyFans, slapping their branding on her vehicle, proudly sending the message to young female athletes that if you can't make money from what you're good at, you can basically sell nudes and you'll do fine. This article obviously isn't very happy with her and her what she's done. Um, I will continue to run my OnlyFans page while racing, she confirmed. I've been doing it for four years now and feel my content keeps getting better and my passion for creating content is getting bigger and bigger. I have absolutely no plans to ever quit, she writes. I don't know why this article is so pissed off at her. So what? She wants to show people her boobs. It's not her fault that people like looking at her boobies. Uh, she plans on doing topless race recaps and other photo shoots to remind people she's a professional race car driver. She should just compete with no clothes on, you know, and then you could like pay people would pay her to like sniff the seat after shit like that. Uh, lots of things have been incorporated on my page and I love it. Is this female empowerment or is this degrading for women who are just as equally talented enough to compete with athletes who resort to this way of making money and a bigger name for themselves? Well, look, not every athlete has the ability to be a race car driver and, uh, and then good looking enough to have people want to see you nude. Very few people on the planet look good nude. Most people look like shit when nude. All right. Uh, I will not throw my hat into the ring for saying that. Oh, yes. You are degrading yourself by showing your body naked. Some would argue that me saying the shit that I say on here is degrading and humiliating to me. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Fuck that. If I have something that two dozen of you can enjoy on a regular basis and her, she has uh, uh, something that millions of people can enjoy on a regular basis. Who am I to judge anyone? You can't judge her for that. Come on. Never mind a helmet, Hans device, and a fire suit. Naked. Uh, 
Uh, Brandis says, why would she quit? She's making bank. No doubt of that. Kenny is already perusing. Uh, I, I just had the article and there was just a picture of her. Kenny is, he has taken the time to look up her name. And now he just reported that he's looking at her tattoos. So he's really diving in uh, quickly. Which means that right now, as we speak, his uh, micropod is out and he is diddling himself. That's kind of creepy that you are already diving into her nudity, Kenny. Kenny says, you can Google her, but if I do it, it's a problem. Well, it's... it's, it's I I can't even get the story out and you're already beating your meat to her. And it's just you. Look, if anyone right now is beating their meat, show a middle finger. Look, Kenny is showing me a middle finger that he already has answered. Uh, Kyle says, and breasts that seem to say, hey, look at these. No, I think it was look at me. Wasn't that from the Naked Gun? Um, Tyler says, I would, but I'm at work. Darn. Ben's raising his hand. All right. It seems like a lot of you deviants are already really, really turned on. Uh, by her Bob writes furiously pounding pud to her missile tits. What the fuck? Tyler writes. That's an impressive turnaround time within one minute of this story. Kennedy is Kenny has already subscribed to her only fans and looked at all of her content. Ben says, I'm at work too, but I'm still pounding my pud. My God, you guys. Get control of yourselves. You and your young man libido. Uh, All right. Pooh Bear is back. She's showering. Speaking of OnlyFans page. Kenny says, LOL, one Google search, same as Eric. I did not search for anything, young man. I am uh, simply poaching a story that showed up in notifications that this might be interesting. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like women that look like this. That, that is uh, the giant fake eyelashes, the overdone makeup, the enormous uh, mouth, the, the lips, all the injections in the lips. That looks ridiculous the gigantic fake boobs no no that is that is not what eric likes eric is not into that all right anyway good for her i guess thank you to blue frost it the managed it service provider for the eric saint show podcast online at bluefrostit.com uh, if you have a small or a medium-sized business, the thing to do to, if you want to upgrade your tech is reach out to Blue Frost IT and sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation to Blue Frost IT. 
They'll help you make all the decisions necessary so that you can upgrade your equipment based on the needs of the business and what you specialize in. They'll help you with your purchase, help you set it up. They'll become your managed IT service provider. They are awesome. Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com. Their phone number is 616-285-50. That's 616-285-50. Just like my latest sponsor, uh, King's Room Barbershop, if you would like me to talk about your business, send me an email and I'll tell you how it works. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll fill you in on all the details and how simple it is to take advantage of uh, what I'm trying to do here, and that is put your business in front of people. And you can send it in on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Shoreliners Striping, great sponsor. Thank you to them. They'll stripe the parking lot, stripe the athletic field. They'll even um, date one of the audience members. I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but that is now a storyline where um, I, Easy Ari Zane, sex agent, has uh, match made an absolute new power couple. If you're aware, um, Crazy Ashley is off of the market. She was on the market for a while. Well, not not really. I think um, she was dating a dude, but he's a jackass. So she kicked that loser to the curb. And I introduced her to owner-operator of Shoreliner Striping. That would be Tim Mayer. And um, these two are now official. I mean, they, I mean, like Sparks, flew like you wouldn't believe okay ashley has already like met the fam and they're like in love with her and it's great um so uh, there was all sorts of laptop jokes that i think some of you reported the other day that was very very funny um but i'm just i'm just tickled for them you two young lovers they're just getting on swimmingly love it uh, Ari Zane, sex agent, finally gets one right. Or so it seems. Uh, not a doubt in my mind. Not a doubt in my mind. Uh, all right. Bob says that Sandra Bullock is hotter than boob chicks. Whatever her name was. I agree. You know, I think Bob's an old fuck like me too, but oh my God, Sandra Bullock's age, 59. What a, oh God, that is so hot. Like Diana, she's a little young, you know, she's a few years older than I am. I think she's, uh, I think Diana's like 56 or 57 or some shit like that. She hates me talking about it. I I, I don't look at her that way though, but she needs about 10 more year, years of uh, uh, mileage on that tread. You know, 65 and up is what you need. Now, Bob's 39. Bob's not an old fucker. Ryan says, I'd take Sandra Bullock over that plastic race car gal anyway, or any day. I don't, I don't like that look. That, that busty bombshell made up uh, uh, hag. Ugh, God, fuck that. Kyle says queen of the forest looks gr- uh, good for 50 plus. She looks extravagant for 50 plus. Are you kidding me? I, I eat ass. 
I don't know where that came from. Hey, Eric Zane here. I eat ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I also am available on Cameo. I've yet to have a Cameo. I have yet to be hired for a Cameo at the $20 price point. Not a one. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me on Cameo. There's so much fun. I have t-shirts available at EricZaneShow.com. Click merch. Uh, I'm ending a little earlier uh, today. No good reason. I'm just out of shit to talk about. Uh, the white voters, the white redneck voters, voters, not voters. It is election day in West Michigan, but voters were the assholes of the day yesterday in Montgomery, Alabama. Boy, that was fantastic. When all those black people came running off of the boat, like Avengers assemble. Oh God, did I love that? So great. Uh, asshole of the day brought to you by TC paintball. This is an easy one. Baltimore Orioles are the assholes of the day. Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball. Back in the day, uh, the Detroit Tigers. This is this actually happened. Um, the name Bo Schembechler. He was the uh, in charge of Michigan football forever as a coach, and then eventually got out of it and they made him the president of the Detroit Tigers for some reason. And his, the first thing he did the first day was fire Ernie Harwell, who no one could figure out why. I mean, it was, uh, he, you know, handful of, uh, announcers have this legendary status, Vin Scully, Harry Carey, um, uh, Ernie, um, there's others too that have all since passed. Jack Buck. Um, and he fires Ernie and, and the, everybody was so upset. It was just ridiculous. And they ended up bringing him back because of the backlash. It was just, and I don't even, I, I can't remember if they fired Shem Beckler and then brought Ernie back or if Shem Beckler was forced to bring Ernie back. But oh my God, what an, I didn't, a lot of people thought the team would never recover after they fired Ernie Harwell. Holy shit. That was so bleak. Oh my God. I, no one could understand why. I mean, and it it wasn't like, uh, I mean, like at least with Harry Carey, he'd get drunk on the air. There'd be a reason. I mean, I could understand uh, that because of that shit, but Ernie was just, the sweetest, most polite, kind, wonderful, professional individual that's ever walked the planet Earth. Uh, Bob suggested assholes of the day. Jeep douches. Ryan says Big Fraud Zane's probe is sensing the queen of the forest is in the shower and hopes for opportunity. Bo doesn't have a statue at Comerica. Ernie does. That is so true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. Thank you so much for being here as always. Uh, don't forget about a free seven day trial to Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you want to check out the content over there. Okay. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.